Let's go. It is time for it's time for the morning roundup. Round them up, boys. Yes, indeed. The morning roundup presented by Texas Family Fitness, a solution for your fitness goals. Whether it be weight loss, strengthening up, toning up, sports or stress relief, our friends over at TFF have everything you need from state of the art equipment, group classes, experienced professional certified trainers, and they're running a Black Friday special. Uh, this this week, all the way, actually this month, all the way to November 30th, zero down uh, when you enroll for the Black Friday special. So make sure y'all uh, check out TexasFamilyFitness.com or visit any of the nine locations in the DFW area. Like I said, man, we got some good news yesterday in the uh, injury report, guys. Tyron Smith was limited for the first time since injuring his ankle, was that two or three weeks ago? And it's, it's some positive information and vibes coming out from Mike McCarthy. He sounded more positive about his potential to play. Uh, so did Stephen Jones. So did Jerry. Uh, but we'll monitor his health as we move forward. But that could be a big, big deal heading into this this week. And we'll break down their defense. They got a couple guys that can give you some fits on the, in that front seven. But uh, getting Tyron back would help eliminate that. Um, also, in the, in the injury report, it was a full participant for everyone else. Zeke was full, Coop was full, Lamb, and Cedric Wilson. So you can tell they're gearing up for a big game this week. None of that, uh, uh we're going to take it easy. It's it's a veteran rest day. Nah, they're gearing up for a playoff atmosphere. Potential Super Bowl matchup. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. They're gearing up for it. I won't. Well, I do want some I want me some glory help. That's not one I was trying to hit. <laughs> That's the one I want. Dak Prescott, y'all, he won uh, FedEx Air Player of the Week for the second time this season. And y'all let me know if I'm wrong here. Is he quietly having an MVP season? Hmm? Quietly having an MVP season. 20 touchdown passes, fourth in the NFL in yards, um, in, in passes, I'm sorry. Only five interceptions, second in the league in completion percentage, first in quarterback rating with 110. He's seven and two, right? The team is seven and two with Dak Prescott. Actually, six and two with Dak Prescott. I'm sorry. Um, playing for first place in the an entire NFC. And if you look at the last month, you can't say, "Oh well, the running game's been carrying them." No, it has not. The, the last month and a half or m- five games, the running game has not been what it was the first four or five games of the year. That's not a detriment. That's just, a, you know, how do you want it? We can beat you <laughs> any way you want it, right? Um, so I think he is having an MVP season, and, but I don't think I want him to win MVP. Probably why? If I'm not mistaken, Stevie Mack, maybe Professor O in the building, or hell, maybe Okoye knows. I don't think an MVP of the season. Oh, I'm lying. Patrick Mahomes. I think I think Patrick Mahomes is the only player to win MVP. Didn't he win it in that season? Or was it Lamar Jackson? I can't remember, but I know there's not a ton of MVP. Yeah. There's not a ton of MVP season, regular season MVPs that won the Super Bowl. I would rather him win a Super Bowl MVP. Y'all feel me? That's all I'm saying. And then finally, 
trying to look in the chat. So it looks like he won Super Bowl MVP. All right, so it didn't happen. Finally, Michael Parsons sounded off on Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Uh, this is what he had to say about Mahomes. Uh, his throwing power, his ability to throw no looks. I mean, this guy is a, a, a guy I like on Madden. So my first time playing him, I'm really excited to see what he does in person. He's a terrific player. Future Hall of Famer. Uh, and he also talks about Travis Kelsey. Per Brianna Dix, he says, big body. He's a Hall of Fame guy himself. His ability to create space. He knows the game in and out. He knows how to be deceptive in his routes. And uh, he's a guy that you have to stay on top of. If, if you guys remember, I talked a little bit about that yesterday about Travis Kelsey. He's different mode than, than, than Kyle Pitts. Uh, Kelsey's going to lean on you. He's going to push you, push and pull you. Uh, and he's more of a, a souped-up Jason Witten in his prime. He really is. He's not a guy that's going to blow past you. He's a guy that's going to beat you by boxing you out and routing you up uh, 15 yards and under. So, you know, Mike has got to be prepared for that. And, in fact, let's let's bring my guy in here, man. Let's, let, let's bring my guy in here and let's talk about this thing here, y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, Koye Media. He's in the building. What up, Doug? What up, Doug? Appreciate it. What's going appreciate on, good brother? Oh, man, it's all love, man. Had fun last night, man, but I appreciate yes. you having me this morning, man, for sure. Hey, we, we both kind of trying to trying to wake up and recover from last <laughs> You hear it? <laughs> I hear it. So let's have me going, man. Listen, man, the, the roundtables, if y'all don't know, it's usually about three shows. You got the show before the show. You have the actual show. And then you got post-show. Yeah, so we really be crazy. on for like three hours, three and a half hours. Yeah. It's crazy. With no liquor needed either. Post show, we don't need no wine, no nothing. It just be gone, man. Just be I gone. missed it last night, though. I had to roll. I had people outside waiting an hour. Well, but, um, Foots had us in that thing for about an hour and a half. Love you, Foots, though. I love you, man. Yeah, he said some man. things. I ain't going to put you I ain't gonna put you on blast. We're going to talk about it. He <laughs> oh, going to get me, it. though, if Mac Jones come out and bought us tonight. He going to get me. Oh, oh yeah. He said something about Mac Jones? Yeah. I, I got to hear it. Yeah. He I got to hear it. I'm usually against Foots. Last night, Foots was on the money. I said, damn, Foots, go ahead, Foots. Put your foot down, boy. I hey, real quick, chat. Let me know in the chat box if you can hear uh, Koye and myself pretty good. Just give us a thumbs up, and uh, we'll we'll get to moving here. But, uh, Koye, so I brought up Micah Parsons talking about mm-hmm. Kelsey and, and Patrick Mahomes. And right. yesterday, I went over their offense. You also went over their offense, yeah. uh, what was it, a few few days ago. Yeah, yeah. Kind of just briefly, man. Like I said, I, I feel confident right now, but kind of just briefly. Let's touch on their big three, right? Kelsey, mm-hmm. Mahomes, and uh, Tyreek Hill. What's your kind of overall general thoughts on how to prepare or how to attack those guys? Um, we talked about this a little bit uh, before, you and I was like, the Cowboys have a unique defensive unit, which makes us what we are right now. Offensively, too, we can do this, but defensively, I think Dan Quinn and those guys can really go in and look at certain sub packages that work to slow down any offense on film. And we can mimic that because we have so many versatile players on our team. We kind of touch on that a lot. Um, But with KC, and I think you might have spoke on this last night, too, the fact that Mahomes is only in his fourth year. He's still learning. And when you look at him, pre-snap, he's still rather basic a lot of the window dressing that you see and i don't mean basic in a disrespectful way i just mean he's not right uh, the scheme requires a lot of jet motion anyway but whether or not he's you know moving guys around to kind of get them open pre-snap or put them in the right matchups i don't i can't say that that's all him with that so what that leads to is when you see someone down in the box or down at the line should i say against tyreek hill he generally, just like you know, if he can get a quick release off, he's trying to put the ball behind that guy if you're playing trail technique. So 
I've seen that defenses can kind of dictate what type of offense they're running based off of how they align with Tyreek Hill. If you play off of them, they they generally throw a little hitch routes and throw underneath and try to get him to use his his agility and his yak skills to you know get by you. But um, I feel like if we take Anthony Brown and we throw Anthony Brown on him with some KZ over the top, you can kind of limit Tyreek Hill because what I've seen in the Green Bay game, which you actually touched on too, where they played him pretty good. Yeah, and it was King. King's not the shiftiest guy. He's a he's, he's a huge. lot like a he's yeah. He's a Sherman type of build, For but Sherman, they put yeah. him on him. Yeah, yeah, or, or Diggs, Sherman, you know, those the same length. But uh, they played him off because King is one of their better tackles, tacklers in open space. So they would play him off and just allow him to come down and tackle the ball. And they just said from the beginning, we're not giving you anything deep with Tyreek Hill unless it's on a scramble drill. Um, and then from there, they just zoned up and bracketed Kelsey very well. And I think we can do that along with the fact that we have two guys that you can assign to Kelsey on a regular basis and that's curse on early downs i think that makes sense and then on crucial downs you got digs that you can that's throw my in. that's what i want to do with Koya. I, I agree i just don't want it to be digs being handcuffed to him the entire day because i think digs digs is a, an instinctive player so yeah i feel like you kind of limit his game as well sort of like you limit uh we talk about wilson's game being limited if you just assign them to a guy yeah you can kind of erase them by not throwing the ball at them at all whereas when you loosen them up and let them play some zone, Diggs is going to, just like that Carolina game, he's just going to jump out in some zones and and um, get you some picks that way too. So I think to have Diggs fully balanced, you don't assign him to a Kelsey full game, but you definitely do it in crucial situations. So it makes sense. I, I didn't go back and chart it. Maybe you might know, but how often did he line up over Kyle Pitts? Because I know they sent everybody at Kyle Man, Pitts. It was but. so crazy. I, I mean, I thought it was like – it was it was it was a pleasure to see because you don't usually get those types of opportunities. And I think I don't think we would have had Ridley been healthy and had Julio Jones right. still been there. Yeah. He probably would have got a lot of curse on Cal Pitts only. But because Cal Pitts was their only guy, um, their their main offensive weapon, we used everybody. I, I don't <laughs> think it was a lot of digs on him. You know, we yeah. digs got on him, but um we used everybody. You even saw Jordan Lewis showing that he can actually cover tall, lengthy, big guys. Jordan loses 5'11", covering a guy that's 6'6", you know, 245, and doing it well at that. So I thought that that was, um, that was a, a statement game for our entire secondary, in my opinion. Yeah, I got it showed that, you know, all those guys can definitely do the thing. One of the matchups that you – I think you briefly spoke on, on, on putting A.B. over on Hill – Listen, at the beginning of the year, that sounds crazy, right? Yeah. But, but right now, I, I just think that AB is playing so. Here's the word I meant to use yesterday, Okoye. And let me let me look at y'all real quick because yesterday it came up who's playing the best and things like that. Whatever, right? They're both playing really well. But I think what's happening with AB is he's playing the most disciplined. Um, I use consistent, but I should have used the word disciplined. He's not having to take a ton of chances, and, and that's allowing right. him to be that safe guy opposite of Diggs who is, who's going to take a ton of chances. Right. Um, if he can remain disciplined against Tyreek Hill with, with help over the top, I, I, I hate to say I don't want to hate to say it, but I like it because he's our yeah. fastest corner, and yeah. they're going to run these. He's these our best pl- tackler, too. He's our best tackler, and what do you have to do? I showed those highlights. you got to rally and tackle these McCole yep. Hardmans and Tyreek Hills. Yep. Um, and I know this is going to sound crazy, but he he runs the four three five. I know speed's not everything, but his technique has has improved greatly this year, Koye. So you know if he has help over the top, and he has to have trusted help. Because remember right. what happened 
in 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 Tampa. Yeah, with AB. I mean, I, I'll take that any day. Though I, I understood yeah. what KZ was doing, so I'm sure. Not, I, sure. I, I just didn't like what he did in that New England game. I was like, yo, well, you got they, they got in his head and he let up. I think he should yeah. just nailed the guy, and we'd have, we wouldn't have had to win it in dramatic fashion or such dramatic fashion. He did, but 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 I, I don't I don't mind that matchup as much as I would have minded six weeks ago, Koye. So oh yeah, I'm with. Oh, that's him, for man. sure. That's just a test to to, to AB and the fact that um. One, he's he's paying attention, and it shows the competitive nature of not only AB himself, but the entire coaching staff by creating that competitive culture at almost every position. You know, we 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 have cowboy fans and, and content creators going back and forth about you know our offensive tackles as if this is a conversation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there's competition yeah. literally throughout the entire organization, other than at quarterback. You know, you got guys saying, "Hey, TP's gonna." have this type of game, and then there's Zeke and so on. So at every position, uh, um, Gallup goes down, Cedric Wilson comes in and does his thing. So you can see that throughout, but I think that's just a testament to, you know, A.B. himself and, and really coming in here, rising to the occasion and showing up uh, because it would have been very easy to kind of give him that 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 short leash because yeah. you got Boss Man Fat and Jay Lou still playing well and also no uh, no Nation. I don't know if Nation or Nation one of them. But um, right um, behind him as well. So um, I mean, he deserves everything getting and everything that he's gonna get. And he got my respect because definitely got my. But for about six years, uh, I didn't do film on AB because after the first one I did, I said, "Oh man, it's like a snuff piece." So I didn't want to do continuously do film because I'm not here to beat up my own players. You know what I'm right. saying? I'm here to put out the, the good, bad, and the ugly, and then I leave it there. So you know, that's I'm I'm proud of him, man. Real real rap. Real rap. James Runnels makes a great point right here. He says, it's very tricky to guard Tyreek Hill because of his speed and his stop-start and nuanced route running. You got to have sound technique, poise, patience, and confidence through the progression of a route. That is exactly why, Okoye, I actually like A.B. on Hill because he has right. exactly that this year, girl. He's been sound in his technique. He's been poised. He's been patient. And he's mm -hmm. obviously been confident if you go and, and listen to what he's been saying on these um, – uh, behind the scenes takes or what have you, the, the uh, sounds right. from the sideline. So, I like and when it. you look at what um what Tony, Kadarius Tony, uh, did to the entire team, the entire defense when uh when he got the ball, uh, especially when Diggs was guarding him. Yeah, Diggs is great, but Diggs it's not the fact that he's not shifty. It's the fact that Diggs is going to look in the backfield. Period. That's just the way he plays. He's going to look through his man and get his eyes on the quarterback at some point. And when you're dealing with guys who within a flash can, you know, get in and out of breaks and kind of disappear on you. Uh, and if you're trying to jump something that isn't quite there, you know, he, he, they can make you pay for it. And um, I would rather dig with a guy that, you know, is bigger and, and more uh, physical than anything else. So, like I said, that Diggs versus Kelsey matchup uh, looks better to me than Diggs versus um, Tyreek. Not that he won't be on Tyreek. I think he'll, he'll get some, he'll get some him, yeah. But I don't think that should be his overall assignment. Um. I dubbed I dubbed this Kansas City offense jokingly uh, the East West Coast offense. Uh, you know how there's the West Coast offense, right? I call them the yep. East West Coast offense because they like to do a lot of stuff pre-snap, side to side, east east to west to get to mm -hmm. get open spaces and things like that. And right. I don't want to I want to make sure I don't gloss over that because we understand that's one of the type of schemes that gives the Cowboys trouble. In past, exactly it has. right, man. In Denver, no, Judy, Judy killed us yeah. with that a couple plays. So um, with with yeah. all my, you know, confidence, I had to say, okay, wait a minute. 
they do run a scheme that can give us trouble. But, you know, do you think that's something we're overlooking or do you still think we still match? I think we match up skill-wise, but the scheme is what kind of makes me a little bit worried. I think the last two weeks, teams have tried that. Like the last two weeks, you know, Denver got teams us. have tried. Yeah, yeah. Denver got us. But uh, last two weeks, teams have tried to go, you know, east to west. And I think even in the Denver game, we stopped it twice successfully. I think Judy got off on us twice, and then we stopped him two times, one with Neil flashing down there. And, and I think he, Judy just lost his balance on that one. Or it might have been LVE doing it. But either or, we stopped those um, those flat routes twice that I can think of. But they were giving us some trouble along with their uh, those crossing routes. But you're going to see that when you're playing cover one and cover three anyway. So it's not about, you know, anything new yeah. in regards to stopping it. I think they know how to stop it. It's just – you know, certain ways you attack cover two and it's going to be more successful than not, like up the seams, up the middle, I mean. And then certain ways you attack cover three and cover one. And crossing routes and east to west works because of the fact that you have that single high safety that has to choose which hash is going to, you know, play over. Um, so with that said, I mean, I don't think that there's anything we can do other than execute and respond in kind. And, and with Parsons playing, yeah. Uh, without the green dot, I think he's been more instinctive. So hopefully he can he can be that sideline to sideline guy. To be this fair, week too. The, to be fair, the Denver Broncos did that to deliberately run. The Chiefs not going to do that. The Chiefs right. are going to do that to pass. They're doing oh, that to get sure. get get a ton of yeah. passes behind the line of scrimmage, a ton of quick tunnel screens, get the ball yeah. in Tyreek McCole Hardman's hands. No, that is their running game. That's their now. running that, game, yeah. That is their running game. So, yeah, you're right. Denver was trying to split us. They were going east-west to go north-south. Exactly. They yeah. were trying to split us in the middle of the field. Uh, KC will definitely be throwing yeah. um, to the flats. That's what they do. That's what that's what uh, the Eagles used to do, too, with, with Andy Reid. That's just Andy Reid's West Coast offense. That's how he runs it. Yeah, he's and Eric Bieniemy. I think, has helped you know, elevate that that offense from a West Coast to an East West Coast, and they throw all these crazy weird tricks into it. Um, but but I, I like you got our a guy who can throw to the right while running left full speed. So you got a lot of stuff going on there. Dude, he's he's an alien, man. He's he's an alien. He might have found his confidence last week. Um, he didn't have a ton of throws downfield. A lot of it was was you know LOS LOS and kind of a little bit beyond. But yeah. nonetheless, he's a guy you do not take lightly. You just no. can't. You got to play no. all the way through the whistle. Because one of the things he loves to do, and, and this is why I kind of like Michael on third and long is going to get his ass, he'll drift. And he'll yeah. just drift and drift yeah. and then just launch it. Waiting for, All he's doing is waiting for Tyreek Hill to clear, Tyreek Hill clear to his own. Out, yeah. <laughs> That's all he's doing. <laughs> so I would love to, to send Mike's ass on him, to be honest with you, Okoye, because you ain't going to have time to drift. Yeah, you, you can't, can't drift, drift 11 yards back. you got somebody barreling down on you. Yeah. Facts. All right, Facts. man. Here's what we're going to do. That was kind of just a general uh, uh, roundabout about their offense. We're about to head on over to their defense side of the ball, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm going to set that up. Give me about, what, 30 seconds to set that up. And I have a Koye uh, breaking down the defensive side of the ball. So before we do that, check out Game Day Live as we set that thing up. Where are you? Nobody do it like us, bro. Oh my goodness. We beat the brakes off y'all. Walk that shrimp. Game day live every game day. Me, Jesse Holly, A to Z Sports. We get it popping at Texas Live. So make sure y'all come through. But all right, man. 
let's head on over into the film room, Okoye's film room. This is really Okoye's film room. <laughs> as he breaks down the uh, Chiefs defense. What you got for us, Okoye? Yes, sir. Appreciate it, man. Um, like I said, this first slide is self-explanatory, man. They have a lot of guys, not only Frank Clark, but they also have um, Tyron Matthew, who you'll see in the next slide. Um, they have guys who, who are paid, you know, they're, they were paid mercenaries to come over here and, and make this defense better. And I don't think it's necessarily them that's not performing as it is their scheme because mm-hmm. Tyron Matthews, still Tyron Matthew, and I feel like Frank Clark, I watched Frank Clark give uh, one of the best in the business problems years ago, and that was um, Seattle. Tyron Smith. Yeah, in Seattle, he used to give Tyron Smith problems. And if you can one-on-one give Tyron Smith problems, you're, you're you're pretty good at what you do. And when you watch him on film, he does a lot of the things that he reminds you of a Randy Gregory, a long guy, very physical for a guy that's not the biggest defensive end in the game. Um, but for whatever reason, uh, he's, he's not getting sacks this year. And I think it's due to the fact that their their entire go ahead no go ahead i'm pausing it go ahead yeah their entire defense is predicated on blitzing spagnolia has been a good coach you know for a number of years over 30 years he's been in been in the game but um his entire defense is predicated on bringing everybody aggressively to the line of scrimmage and then their spacing as you can see here their spacing to me this is a pass play here but I was just showing you their spacing is it looks like wide nine even though they run a three four our space they, last they, year yeah their, their spacing is off and the way they set the edge you remember us last year always in the b gap instead of the c and I and I showed this here where Hitchens tries to shoot that b gap there and you watch how many this is a very undisciplined defense just put it that way they blitz a lot they play fast hard aggressive but they're not very cerebral in their approach because this was a very easy play to stop by Baltimore and um, Hitchens shoots the B gap as he should have jumped out outside where you see that large arrow there because that would have turned it back inside even if he misses that tackle it would have turned it back inside where he has help but instead he shot the B and he fell and when he fell you know that that gave up that lane there and they do this a lot this isn't just a one-off thing they're very undisciplined when it comes to uh, their run fits so I don't see them being able to stop us on the ground. And even when they try, they're going to overcommit to do it, mm-hmm. which opens up, which opens them up behind um, behind those linebackers. They they bite on almost every play action I've seen on film in the four games that I've watched. And when I say bite, I don't mean take a, a stutter step or two. I mean, they come barreling down at the line of scrimmage because they know yeah. without eight men fully committed to the run, they don't stop the run. And you see this slide here. I know Dak is definitely one of those guys that doesn't shy away from any any defender when it comes to throwing. Um, I think this dime look that they come out in will hurt them, though, when they take Tyron and put him in the slot. Because when we spread them out, we can still run from that position. So taking Tyron and taking them and spreading them out, we, we kill them. But you don't really need to spread the Chiefs out because they do it for you. Their alignments, yeah. look at the middle field there. Their alignments are just the, the strangest alignments I've seen on film this year. Um, and I put these two interceptions out there just to show, like, this was the first game of the season. It was against Jackson. So no disrespect to Jackson, but we know he's not going to slice and dice you with the ball in the air. You know what I mean? So that just shows that Tyron is still not the playmaker in this scheme that he once was. Uh, and, and I showed this, you know, this slide Frank just Clark. to show you, like, Frank Clark in space. You know it's what still I a saw piece. from Frank, brother? He, he's not as relentless as he used to be. 
maybe that paycheck might make him feel a little good, mm-hmm. man. He might he might be feeling that check that he got uh, because that's that's really what that was the name of his game. He was a lot like Randy has been for us this year, just a nuisance, man, to offensive lines, man, a nuisance and mean, like very mean. I, I like Frank Clark. I like I like the way he plays. He definitely can stunt pretty well. He moves great. But again, one man ain't gonna stop the show, and he, no. both him and Chris Jones uh, can be a problem. I think they'll make their play here or there. They might get a sack or two. Who knows? But as far as like holding the Cowboys' offense to less than twenty points, I would I would think that would be very difficult with the way they play because Dak is very good against the blitz, and that's all they do is blitz. They bring everybody forward. So. I don't think that there's um, much you can say in regards to their individual playmakers. They have them. You know, they, they are good. You can't take anything away from their individual playmakers, even though they don't have the stats to say to, to, to show. Um, but we're going to look at it in a second. You're going to look at their scheme itself. Yeah, and I want to show, like, exactly how Spagnolia uh, runs it. And it'll show you what I mean. Like, they're, they're not down in position. Playmakers, yeah. but no scheme. There you go. <laughs> They're not in position to make plays. You can see the athleticism there. I mean, that's cut and dry. He can he, he can stunt with the best of them, has educated feet, so on. But um, it's just not working for those guys due to the fact that uh, I think their scheme is very predictable uh, at this point. Um, and not, nothing against Spags. They just probably need, you know, to shake things up next year. Uh, but that's up to them to do. But uh, this week, I think it'll be more the same for us, man, because their their spacing allows you to run whenever you choose to. Um, you can choose what side you want to run to based. I mean, I, I didn't mention Reed either. Reed is pretty good. He's one of those guys from uh, Seattle as well. Reed, yeah. Yeah, Reed is pretty good. So they, they're stout in the middle of the field. It's just, again, it's not the player, per, it's not the personnel. It's the space alignment, yeah. Yeah, it's the spacing. The way they align is just, it, it, it's like a buffet for, for Dak, Zeke, and, and TP, man. They pre-snap, you kind of know what you can do to him. It seems like Spags is trying to get Chris Jones a lot of one-on-ones with that spacing because he, he right. reminds me of a uh, sober David Irving. You know, 6'6", six, six, oh, 300 yep. pounds, can move up yep. and down the line. If you get him yep. in space, you know, one-on-one, he could be a factor. Yep, I was saying the same thing. That length is like a Calais Campbell, David Irving, Urban, uh, those types of guys that are just long. Uh, he is one of those guys you see that entire drive he destroyed it so not saying like I said these guys are gonna they're gonna have their moments where you know they give you some head scratchers but I don't think they can stop us I think they can just you know hinder us a little bit but it shouldn't be too much of a problem because as you can see with their scheme they bring eight to nine to stop the run and they still very rarely are able to do that successfully so you know with that with that said look look at the line of scrimmage here there's nothing in the middle of the field there's nothing but space and opportunity behind them due to their overcommitment to the run. And then when they're committed, they're not even flying at the quarterback at that. They just come down or literally to stop the run. And then they, they, they try to get back to their assignments, and it's too late. Um, Dak will eat this up. So this should be a good game for – not. we already know it's going to be a good game for Dak, but I'm talking about guys like um, Schultz. Schultz, who works the middle of the field, will kill that. Gallup is also one of those guys that doesn't mind going into the trenches. So – you know, you'll, you'll have nothing but space and opportunity in the middle of the field with the way they play. Um, it's just, look at that. Like, there is no stutter step. There is, they're, they're not paying attention to what's behind them. They're full go from yeah, the snap. Here's a great stat about that middle of the field. They're, they're um, linebackers, they're, or they're averaging or 32nd in yards per target versus tight ends this season because of what you said, that middle of the yeah. field is, is vacated. It's wide open yeah. all day. 
There's nobody there. It's not like they can't cover. It's just nobody there to cover. It doesn't matter what you do. Just look at that, though. Uh, if, when you when you look at the film, you can see it's like there's there's two man routes outside on the outside all day. Gala will eat this alive. I, I know that was an incompletion, but he'll eat this alive. I showed this play here because you do see some subdiffuse. They do try to hide things. Like right now, Tyron's playing trail technique here, so we'll get some of this type of stuff. But even with that, you know, it, it'll take these types of throws and to. He can do it. Yeah, Dak has shown that he can make these types of throws, and he's been doing it all year. So they they do try to trick you. They try to make what 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 I think Spagnoli is doing with this scheme is trying to force quick decisions out of the quarterback and running back. But it's, but we have a one cut system when it comes to the run game. Uh, they didn't set the edge here. That's why I showed that they um, they they jump inside all day. Like I was saying earlier, they jump that B gap to try to to try to play hero ball to stop the run. But what I think Spagnoli is doing with that is trying to force quarterbacks to make quick decisions into um, into a zone or into a, a unfavorable look, and it just doesn't work. Uh, but on the ground, you can see they on the edges. We had this problem last year, and if you want to go back and cry about it, go watch the Browns game and watch Oof. us on the edge in the Browns game. That's exactly what Casey looked like in this Tennessee game, where it's just like on those edges, they they really you you saw tight ends pushing their defensive ends five yards inside all day. And if you think, you know, Tennessee's tight ends are, are good blockers, they, they are. But uh, so is Schultz. So is um, your kid, McKeon. So is yeah, Sprinkle. I was about to say, get him in there. And then we throw guys like um, like uh, uh, McGovern and, 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 and uh, Collins and those guys in the backfield at that. So they're gonna have, it's going to be hard-pressed to stop the run. I think we come out in 11 personnel. We load it up and look like you make it look like we're bringing out run fronts and then we run bootlegs. If there's a team that you can run bootlegs and play action on all day, this is one of them. You don't need to spread them out to spread them out. You're kind of giving them a breather because that's where they're, they're a smaller, shiftier defense that's predicated to to play in coverage sets. Shout out to Chavaris Ward as well, who's, who's who came from us, our, our undrafted. Yeah, free agent he's had a good career there, over there. Been playing well over there, but. That's all they're made to do. They're they're good at dealing with what they deal with in practice, which is high flying, running gun style offenses. They can deal with that, but when it comes to physicality on both sides of the ball, where the trenches soft. in the trenches where it counts, they they don't got it, man. And on both sides of the ball, soft. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, both sides of the ball. That's, that's and that's a that's the film breakdown by Koye Media, man. Appreciate, Appreciate you that. as always. If y'all if y'all want to check out that full breakdown. Um, of Okoye on his channel that that is up so make sure you go check that out as you can see it under their Okoye media um, their defense uh, to me can, is susceptible to anything you want if you're the Cowboys do you want to run the ball you can run the ball you want to pass the ball you can pass the ball but it all depends on the numbers right that mm-hmm. that's that's what the Cowboys love to do they, they love to come out and be adaptable if there's going to be you said nine men in the box yeah I mean, yeah, they've had plays where it's nine guys in the box, literally. You're, and you're, still didn't stop nothing. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. You're and then they'll trouble. have eight-man fronts, but because they're 3-4 and they don't run a big nickel like we do, they'll shift their linebackers to one side or the other. So even though it's an eight-man front, you can kind of see from the rip that, you know, if somebody can kind of seal the back end, you can block all those guys, you know, lock all those guys out of the play which Tennessee did to them all day. They would just shift their their fullback or their tight end to one side to get you to shift your strength, right, to yeah. strong side, and then run weak side and still kill you all day. And I think we're, we've been pretty good at that anyway. Um, so, I mean, this this should be a, a good game for us on the ground, although we do have a limited Zeke. 
Uh, Zeke's, I think his knee is still well, probably two weeks away from being full. Yeah, I just feel like the way they used him in Atlanta, you know, might still be something there. They used him sort of like a cleanup guy, and they had uh, TP between the 20s, which I liked. Yeah. I think TP is your guy where if you, you want big plays between the 20s to get chunk yardage, use TP, and then when you get within the 30, let Zeke do his thing, man. I don't I don't have a problem with that, really. It's like the uh, Ingram and um, and Kamara. And that's been effect. all year, you know, and, and yeah. sometimes we do got to take what the coaches say to, to heart. He talked about, McCarthy talked about earlier in the year, hey, man, we are going to make sure we monitor how often we use Zeke this year. There ain't no, going to be no 400 carries. We got a two oh, backs yeah, yeah. that are capable, so why will we not use those two backs, right? doesn't make uh, sense to, to wear Zeke out for no. what? To prove for, what point? Exactly. Do you want, do you want the, the, the accolades like, you know, league MVP, or do you want Super Bowl wins? You want to get to the Super Bowl. Longevity. You know, if, if you want longevity, you definitely spare these guys and start using Clements more too. Clement is a is a good player. We just don't we don't put them in there. Well, because we're not we're not the Eagles where we had to. You know, they they they, 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 they had a whole weird like, backfield. I mean, they won the Super Bowl. So Scott Scott subtle with his shit with his trash talk, but he was like, yeah, that's because we're not we're not, not the Eagles. I mean, <laughs> but listen, they're twenty seventh in the league in uh, yards per attempt on the ground. So. Even if they want to bring in four or they want to bring in eight, nine men in the box, you know, we'll welcome it because I don't think they have – they don't have the guys in the whole entirety of their front seven. Yes, they yeah. have a Jones, right? Um, yeah. They have a Nick Bolton who's been a tackling machine this year, but he's he's been solid rookie. Uh, right. Hitchens is, you know, it's a wrap for Hitchens in regards to being a, a super productive guy for that team. Yeah. Um, not a bum by any means. No, but, no, no. You he know, just, he, Hitches is what we thought he's he was. What he is. He's, he's yeah. a solid guy, you know, solid C plus, B minus guy on a good day. You know what I mean? But that's it. That's it. And and, yeah. and the other thing that's a problem for them. And again, I'm not. I'm. This is with respect because I I got my butt whipped with the Denver Broncos when I talked about all this stuff. Uh, but the difference with the Broncos man, let's, is let's hang, man. Go ahead. The difference with the Broncos is, bro. They actually can get to the queue. Right, like the scheme, and we talked about it here when I wrote it, playmakers, not scheme. The Broncos had scheme plus playmakers, even with some of their playmakers out. And if you have that, you can be the Dallas Cowboys of 2021, where you got players, but really the scheme is helping a lot of these other kind of journeymen type guys. And not just that. Let's not take away from the fact that we dropped maybe six or seven passes in that Broncos game. Um, We dropped a lot of passes. And they played with a different level of intensity, too. Yes, so it did. wasn't – they didn't do anything that was like, oh, man, they're stopping us because of this or that. We we were shaky on our line, offensive line. And even with that, Dak was still hitting guys that were dropping passes. So they were physical. Dak was missing a couple of shots, too. So yeah, they were very – that's what I mean. Their, their intensity, they just came out a little bit more – a lot more fiery than we were. And I think we understood that going into the Atlanta game. We understood, hey, our yeah. intensity wasn't there. And I, they course corrected and showed me like, hey, we just weren't woke that day. It wasn't these guys have the blueprint because if that were the, was the case, I'm pretty sure Atlanta was watching that film and Ain't how no well did that work out for them. You know what I mean? And what There's I'm- no bl- blueprint on this team. You might have a blueprint on a – if you look at – if you try that game with us offensively or defensively, you're gonna lose because tried it. Dak said you might tried beat it. our scheme for the day. Maybe the the plays that Kellen came out with today, you can you you matched up well against those. But we can play in so many different styles that you you have to throw the film away week by week. Really, 
because if we if you watch the Tennessee game and like I said yesterday, if you watch the Tennessee game and watch how they came out big all day in 12 personnel, 13 personnel sometimes and 11. Right. And ran the ball down the throats. We can do that. We got we have the personnel to do it. If we feel like it, we could throw Sprinkle, McKeon and Schultz out there and run the same look. Or we can do those wishbone looks that we just had a couple weeks ago. I mean, if with, you, and we if, haven't seen that since. See what I'm you, saying? Like, if you watch that that Titans game, they weren't they ran for like a hundred yards. You know, right. they really didn't go off. But because the Titans are not a versatile team where they can be a top tier passing team and top tier rushing team, they really couldn't take advantage of that. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's they, the only thing they can do they is hit play that way. They hit them so a couple times. We can play that way and then we can switch it up on you. You know what right. I mean? So it's just it's it's not it's not a lot of things you can do film wise to say this is how you stop offensively or defensive. This is how you stop the Cowboys. And trust me, I would say it because I'm watching us over and over again. And it's like we do things differently. Literally every week we have a different. Kellen look. calls it the, except you know, for Atlanta being and Vikings game. We look the same in those two games. That's it. He calls it, it being adaptable, and and I talked about it yesterday. I talked about it the day before. It, you know what makes this team so dangerous is you cannot get a read. You just can't. It's impossible because okay, Michael Gallup goes out. Cool, we'll run a lot more twelve personnel, and we'll eat you with it. I've Gallup's back now. So what did that? What does that do? Puts Lamb in slot. All that out. What did we <laughs> talk about last week? Putting Lamb in that slot. Where do yeah. we get big plays at? Lamb in the slot. In the slot. It's you know over, man. So, but what I was getting at with that whole situation was that the. Uh, Chiefs ranked 30th in the league in sack percentage. And that's only two slots ahead of the team we played last week, Atlanta. So that mm-hmm. means they're just not getting to the quarterback. Um, their best pass rusher, excuse me, their best pass rusher you talked about is Frank Clark. And if you go back and look at Frank Clark in the past, the dude is not the same player this year. Um, and I'm, and that's, I say that with respect, right? Like Because he You're can right. flip it whenever, right? The athleticism is there, but the, the attitude isn't. He's starting to be a little bit more relentless of ladies. He has 13 pressures um, over the last three games. But you, there were some clips I think you showed on there where he's just walking. The play's still going on. He just doesn't have to seem to have that hunger right now, Koye. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, if he's not going to play through the whistle like he used to, who the hell was getting after the quarterback? You know what I'm saying? Like, like Chris Jones is that guy. He's nice and everything. Chris Jones is, is not he's he's not being he's not a, a pass rusher, though. game wrecker in the pass rushing department this year as he had yeah. had been in previous years. So, you know, if they're gonna allow Dak to sit back there, you know, salutes to you, Chadavius Ward. You're having a good career over there in in, in, mm-hmm. in KC. But this year, you know, he's been okay. Yeah. Uh yeah. who's the other guy? Legarius Sneed. You know, I yeah. Mr. No. Sneed, you know, if you're gonna be one on one with Gallup and them boys, good yeah. luck to you. Um yeah, no. The, the playmakers that they have in the secondary is Thornhill and Tyran Matthew. Tyran's the guy who's going to be everywhere. The honey badger, bro. He's kind of, I said this a couple times about Harrison Smith. I said it about who's the cat. And uh, you love the safety in, um, um, I'm going to say San Diego, the Chargers. Uh, the free, oh, you mean uh, Derwin? Derwin James. Derwin James, Derwin another James, guy. Those man. guys are kind of everywhere, right? Yeah, love those guys. That's Tyran Matthew. Yeah, dude is everywhere. He, he kind of has that "hey, do what you want" type of tag, that star mentality. You know, mm-hmm. just just and, and he can get you. You saw they got Lamar Jackson. Dak can be a little bit. Let me try some early, and 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 he can get you. So if Dak can just stay within the game playing right, don't don't try to be hero ball early, which he doesn't. I don't see how this this defense can can just now they're on we are on the road, it's a loud stadium, things can happen. But if we're just looking at the film. 
like anything this can happen. I'm not. Yeah, anything can happen. But uh, you know, go ahead. Like I said, just letting them hang. It's um, on film. I can't see anything that they can do defensively, and they haven't done it in what they have played ten games already. They haven't done it yet. I haven't seen anything they can do defensively that will give us a ton of trouble. Maybe for a play, but for a game, no. You know, they can make some. Like I said, they're going to make some plays. I'm not. Yeah. I don't think that Tyron's not going to flash. I don't think that Frank Clark is not going to get any pressures. I don't think that Chris Jones gets washed and shut down. He's going to give Connor Williams some trouble. But these are things that we've seen from teams that actually have a scheme to go with it, and we still were able to, you know, outmaneuver that and still score. So, like when you look at their defense, is their defense the Vikings' defense? No. no. You know what I mean. They're not. So when you look at even the they're not the Broncos, they're no. not the Vikings, they're, they're, they're none of that. So when you look at their their defense, they don't have they have the playmakers, but they don't have the scheme to make that. I don't even know if they have enough of the playmakers either. You know, we talk about uh, Tyran, we talk about uh, Jones and, and Clark. I mean, then be, be, I like Hill. Or I like Thornhill. I mean, but but he, he you know, he's still got to work his way up to be considered amongst those guys. Even beyond that, though, when you look at. Um, Cordell Patterson, week before that. Oh, you're talking um, about the o- offense side of the ball. No, both sides. Okay. We've been catching bodies is what I mean. We've been playing so physical that even if you do have your playmakers, do your playmakers make it from, from whistle to whistle? Because we've been so physical yeah. that we've been hurting. We've been hurting guys like every week and not saying, not promoting it. I'm just saying you, you got to ice up before and after plays. Yeah, for sure. Because we've been, we've been knocking them down, man. Yeah, so we, we talked about it yesterday. Send some goons at these boys, man. The Kelsey, yeah, you know, sure. Kelsey a little bit. You know, Kelsey, Hall of Famer, one of the greatest oh, tight ends man. of all time. I would never disrespect Kelsey. He going to meet a meat missile, a meat missile named Wilson. Wilson, that, that's who I'm sending he's at him. Send that missile. goon because he, he's dropped six or seven balls this year, man. And, you know, it ain't this ain't Kelsey, right? This, 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 you know, he's, I think he finesse. You know, he a finesse player. I don't know. I ain't gonna come up finesse. I ain't gonna call up finesse. What, what I, I mean like, is the way he get off the line. He he a physical dude when it comes yeah, to I should, hand fight. What I but mean is hit him. What I mean is the style of the offense is a finesse offense, and he's a byproduct of that. So he plays yeah. detached more often than he does in line. Kelsey oh, don't right Kelsey that. don't really want to bang with Oso Diggy Zuba on a block. Like Kelsey don't. You know what I'm saying? Kelsey don't want to deal with Micah Parsons. You know, pass Good rushing. Night. He don't want nothing to do with that. Kelsey want to get up on. J. Ron curse and hit him with that in out, you know, Jason Witten move, you know, and then box you out. So he's physical in that sense. Um, but when you hit him, when you let him know I'm there, right? If if curse and if 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 Wilson can let them know this ain't gonna be sweet today. You know what I mean? He start hearing footsteps and things like that. He has some drops. He has some but drops. But they come after him early. That because that's the focal point. You know, if you if you if you if you put a hat on um, Mahomes and or Kelsey or both. Um, bodes well for you winning that game easily. Uh, Mahomes has been a turnover machine when you when you get in his face, man. Be, and that's not because he's so undisciplined as it is he knows he has to be the guy because there's no there's nobody else on the offense that's going to make these plays. They don't have a running game, so he's pressing and he's going to press even more in this game. We talked about it last night due to the fact that it's him and Dak head to head. So putting a body on him and and our Kelsey. Uh, bodes well for you, especially if you do it early. So I think we'll be targeting those guys early and just letting them know we're here, that we got to do it. You got to. You talked about the the, the 
before I talk about the patience of Patrick Mahomes, this is why I think I want to run a lot of cover too. Um, because not maybe not all the time, but you know, mix it up or whatever. It. Yeah. Yeah. Because Mahomes, listen, bro, he, he definitely took his time last week, but if you can not only make him be patient within the scheme, but maybe Micah is getting him off a spot, he's going mm. to try to make something happen. Mm. A lot of the times he does, you know, because he's an alien. But if you got six or you got seven guys in pass defense, right? Mm-hmm. And and Mike is blitzing on the third down or what have you, or just coming off the edge, Mahomes mm-hmm. not throwing it away. Mahomes yeah. is going to try to find a way to throw it uh, in 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 the in the middle of the field, throw it up to Kel or throw it up to Hill or what have you. So you're going to have opportunities, man. So the Cowboys defense. Yeah, this is a game where I, I don't think you blitz. You do a lot of stunting. You bring threes and fours at them, uh, and you keep everybody back, like you know, to 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 rally to the football because they're not going to run down your throat. Uh, you might bring those fronts and disguise it. Like what Green Bay did very well, they were dictating pre-snap. They know how Mahomes is. If someone's doing mm-hmm. their homework, but they knew how he was reading pre-snap. So they would show you single high, and then they were rolling that safety up into the middle of the field on the opposite side so that they can get over top of uh, Tyreek Hill, which was letting King kind of trail underneath. He was playing trail tech a lot. So they thought they were getting like the, they were taking the lid off, but – you know, they had somebody over the top almost every time. I think Amos got himself an interception doing that same thing. But that's all they were doing. They start off here, and then they were rolling their safety up at the end of the play, once the play started. And I think we'll do a lot of that. So we probably will still look like we're in cover three or cover one, and then we'll roll um, Curse up if he's not in man, or Wilson if he's not in man. Quinn's been doing uh, that very well. particular plays, yeah. The sky's yeah. in the defense. He's been doing that very well. Very. And that's because everything looks, pre-snap, everything looks the same. Like, everything looks the same. Our alignments looks the same almost yeah. almost every play. But when you watch it post-snap, like we're doing all kinds of stuff out there, man. And uh, it's making it an interesting thing to watch. Like both during the game and the film sessions are, yeah. have been fun. They've been fun. You, you talked about not blitzing them. When he is not blitzed, he's thrown nine interceptions this year. So, you know what I'm saying? The numbers right. are there. You, right. you make Patrick Mahomes have to matriculate down the field because his nature is big play. So, right. eventually, he may get uh, frustrated and try to make a big play, and you can, you can put yourself in a situation uh, for a turnover. Uh, Coach Marv P. Super chat. Appreciate you for the super chat here, $5 donation. He says Mar- we have to yeah, Coach shout Mar- out to Jackie too. Go ahead. And Miss Jackie always comes. Miss Jackie, uh, I meant listen, great woman. I met her a few times, man. Appreciate you. A word. Jackie. Yeah, yeah. A she word. down here. She gave me a whole bunch of love. cowboy stuff. I need to still give away. Uh, I love man. Uh, he says we have to be committed to the run game, control the tempo of the game offensively, Kellen. Be very physical, very very physical. That that's my word of the day too, Coach on defense and rally to the ball. Coach, we 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 are in one. <laughs> we are in sync here. I think physicality and tackling slash rallying to the ball is going to be extremely important, Koye, because that east-west coast, you know, you're going to get a, probably about 15 to 17 plays where they're going to get it right at the line of scrimmage, beyond uh, uh, behind the line of scrimmage, or right above the line of scrimmage just to get it into their McCole Hartmans and, and, and Tristan, or, uh, Tristan Hill, Tyreek Hill's hands. Facts. They got some cover Facts. two beaters too. I got here, Sean. But go ahead. I mean, they, they got. Some, I mean, Tyreek Hill is a, is a is a beast. So Kelsey is a cover two beater as well, right? Right up the middle of the field. So you know, you definitely have to pay attention to those guys. But uh, you know, they're not. Like I said, I don't. I don't think those two are going to beat us alone. You know what I mean? Uh, it's just not going to happen without the ground game. They're going to put up some stats because I think that we're going to be up early, so they're going to be throwing the ball quite a bit. 
Um, but I can't see a team that's not balanced beating the Cowboys because if you can't keep us honest defensively, it's going to be a long day, especially when you got guys like Parsons who I haven't seen Parsons blocked when he doesn't want to be blocked. You know what I mean? Like if he's coming, he can use his hands, his feet, or just sheer tenacity to get around you. And that's a rare trait like I against the run. Like who have you seen block him? I haven't seen anybody knock him back. I haven't he's seen anybody block against the run. Unless he's sealing the edge, there's nobody really holding him up. And that's him trying to stay out there. That's not, you know, he's trying to stay in front of you. But if he's trying to get by you, there's nothing you can do about it, man. I really, I really, I've said that because I haven't seen it. I've seen people run directly at him and he makes you miss in a, a shoot uh, in, in a uh, phone booth. He can still make you miss. Yes, he's very quick. Shit. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. His twitchiness, I call it, I said, it's t- he, it's t- he's twitched up on steroids, bro. And somebody yeah, was like, be man. careful, we don't want to get tested. But I'm, hey, <laughs> I'm just saying. He like, said he ran hills in college. That's why it is. He, he ran said he a lot ran of as a buck. You know, he, yeah. he said he would get in trouble oh, and, in and drift off. Well, no, as a buck for the, um, who did, I think he played for the Broncos. They called him the Broncos. They used to be the Harrisburg right. Packers. Um, right. Now it's the Harrisburg. It's a whole bunch of different little, little league teams. Yeah, yeah. Me and Mike are from the same, from the same hood. Word. Yeah. Well, he's from uptown. I'm from the hill, but um, y'all yeah. are only two hours out, man. So y'all technically Philadelphians, man. no, uh, no, 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 no. We're not <laughs> gonna do that. I, I, I love my Philadelphian brothers, but no, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's more like uh, that's Lebanon. I, I had a homie who lived in Lebanon. Lancaster, PA. I think, close to y'all too, right? No, Lebanon, I'm talking about close to y'all, though. Like okay, Lebanon, Lebanon close. Yeah, right, out, yeah right, right outside. My man lived in uh, Lebanon for a little while. People, but yeah, Lancaster, right around the corner from us. People always think, they'd be like, oh, Harrisburg, oh, you buy the farms. Harrisburg, not Hershey. Right, uh, right. Hershey, man. No, you got to go right outside. Of y'all y'all got to go like an hour away from y'all to get to all the farms. Man, I went to college on a farm. I was uh, not on a farm, but Lincoln. Yeah. Lincoln is in oh, Lancaster. I, I should have went to Lincoln, bro. Oh, man, you'd have fun, man. I'm mad That's, I didn't go to Lincoln. That was party central, man. I wanted to go to HBC, and we talk personal stuff here, but but I ended up yeah. going to a different college. But nonetheless, yeah. man, Micah Parsons, he he's borderline unblockable coming forward. That's just yeah, how I look can't, at it. Can't block um, him, and when you look at their offensive line, a lot of people I think are misinterpreting, in my opinion, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs offensive line. What do you er- mean? Listen, early in the year, this is a new offensive line. Brown is new. Mm-hmm. Dooney's new. Humphrey's new. Um, mm-hmm. I can't remember if Smith was there. These are new guys that have not played in this scheme before, and they they struggle. They really, really struggle to gel. They started to gel a little bit better, and if you look at them, not just on film or not just statistically, but also on film, they they're a little bit better. Um, it, a lot of the sacks, in my opinion, besides the ones right up the middle, have been Patrick Mahomes. Oh yeah, I, I truly yeah, believe that that quarterback sacks. That's true. Um, the quarterback sack should be a part of a statistic. I mean, I mean, we're at, we got all these uh, analytics and stuff. Why not include that? You know, Patrick Mahomes takes some of the dumbest sacks. <laughs> I think any sack that doesn't take place within the first three seconds is probably the quarterback's fault. If you block a guy for three seconds, you three to four seconds, you've done your job as the offensive lineman. Uh, anything after that is the quarterback extending that play. You know what I mean? So. If it's not like, hey, you got beat right off the rip, like you'll see guys just get beat as soon as the ball snap. That's that's that lineman sack. But like you said, when when you got a guy like Dak or Mahomes who extend plays, right. sometimes it's on those like it's those guys. Or you see guys like Hertz who'll just run out of bounds without throwing the ball away with a guy near him, and that guy just gets a sack because he's the closest man to him. You know th- that happens. So uh, Russell Wilson used to do that a lot too. 
But um, yeah, so you're right. Like that should be a stat against the, they, they should be able to split that. Like any sack over three seconds should be on the quarterback, especially if he's outside the pocket. It's, yeah, you know and, I mean? and, and, unless the tackle gets obliterated and then he's running, you know, yeah, you put well, it on the tackle. But but yeah, the, the yeah. film is there to be able to do it. Um, but statistically speaking, they're ranked in the top ten in both pass blocking win, win rate and run blocking win rate. Um, and I think a lot of that in the run blocking department has to do with scheme. Because the East yeah. West Coast thing, it, it, it pauses you for a quick second, allows yep. a guy to get up, and, and I, I, I'm having it's the speed rushes off the edge. Bad dude. memories right now yeah. of, the, of they, the Broncos game, but <laughs> they're good impact blockers. Like they, they, yeah. they can get there. They, they got some pop when they, and they, they're, they're like zone blockers, so they can play. What they're very nimble, can play well in I, space. I wish we had D Law and Gregory in this game. Oh yeah, because we're going out physical them anyway, though. But yeah, they they play well in space and they got some pop. That's probably why their win percentage is good there because the way they run, they don't do a lot. It's not a lot of one cut. It's like they're just sprinting straight from the rip at the edge or right at the line of scrimmage. So, you know, that's the only way they're getting to the second level. But the linemen themselves don't get to the second level unless they're double teaming or something like that and peeling off. They really don't get to the second level. They block like we were blocking and that, uh, Vikings game two years ago where um, we had Fredericks when he still had the Gilliam Bear syndrome. Uh, he's, yeah. He wasn't quite himself. And I said, we look like we're pass blocking out there. They run block like they're pass blocking, meaning they're the Catching ones you. being pushed back. Yeah, they're getting hit in the mouth on run plays where they should be doing the hitting. And that's what I see on film. So it's wearing those guys out. The, the reason why I brought up I brought up the offensive line because I, I did want to be fair to them because – because Foots shut him down last night. Like, man, offensive line sucks. Well, be careful. They 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 got some good. Play. Cree Humphrey's playing really well. Joe Thune is a really good offensive guard. Uh, Orlando Brown is starting to find himself. Um, but there is what I call a mouse in the house. And mm-hmm. I, as you were talking, I wanted to go look at the injury report here. Uh, Lucas Nang and Mike Remmers are their right tackles uh, on the team. I don't know mm-hmm. if Remmers is, is is on IR or what have you, but he's not back yet. But Lucas Nang was a, did not practice yesterday. You're probably like, well, what, well, Sky, why are you bringing up Lucas Nang? Well, because Andrew Wiley was his replacement. Andrew Wiley is awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you watch the Raiders game? Max I watched Crosby. Raiders game in the, uh, Green Bay. Yeah. <laughs> Max Crosby. I think it was a Darius Smith for the Packers, too. They abused this young man. Um, he, he, he cannot pass block whatsoever. And fortunately for... For them, he plays on the right side, so Patrick Mahomes can see it coming. Uh, Patrick right. Mahomes can avoid it. He does this thing I call, I says he dances in the pocket, not in a bad way. He knows how to manipulate the mm-hmm. uh, pass Romo rush. used to do that too, yeah. Romo was a beast at that point. Yeah, he'll step, he'll step down and then stop and then, and then yeah. back up and step forward and stop again. He yeah. Was, yeah, he was a beast at that. It was like, a, it was like poetry in motion. Poetry in motion. So, so the reason why I bring that up, Okoye, is because if, if this cat, Andrew Wiley, goes out there again, I got a feeling that um, Aiden Durde and Coach Quinn are going to scheme up some things to that right side to push to push Mahomes to his left. Oh, you mean some number eleven over there? There we go. What do you What do you mean? There we go. It's not that complicated. <laughs> That's the scheme. Listen, <laughs> let's scheme this up. Hey, hey, you stand over there. That's the scheme. Listen, That's it. Michael hey, Parsons, Parsons stand has, over there. He's been absolutely obliterating backup tackles. Yep. Just it just eating them up for dinner. Uh, we got a couple of donations here real quick. First of all, shout out to Miss Sadika. She extended her Pro Bowl membership. Thank you. She says, Skywalker and Okoye, great roundtable last night. Now, don't forget to talk offense for Sleep Man Foots. <laughs> y'all going 
going to kill Foots, man. Foots was awake. Foots do a lot, man. He be doing a lot, man. Foots is like, when Foots gets sleepy, he's like a drunk man. Yeah, he he yeah. start going. Start You're going. gonna have a classic night, yeah. One, one day, well, we can never do that. I was about to say one day we gotta like uh, film the overtime and put it out, but we can never do that. Oh uh, yeah, it had to be like a membership type thing, and we gotta have to cut Some. it up just in case. Cause... <laughs> yeah, you gotta definitely have to cut it up. <laughs> um, we got a couple more donations. Super chat. Also from LD Williams, he says Okoye talked about the bad fits on defense for Kansas City. Would it mm. surprise you to see? Uh, blitz coming from everywhere on Sunday, trying to slow down uh, Dak and crew, trying to slow Dak and crew down. That wouldn't surprise Not at me. All. That's that's, that's what, exactly what they're going to do. Spagnolia does. Yeah. You know, Parcells said at one time, and um, if you look up 2006, um, I think it was 2006's uh, Hard Knocks. He was talking to all his quarterbacks. I think it was Chad Henney and those guys, uh, Quincy Carter and those guys. I think I'm not sure. I don't remember. But, yeah. He was talking to him. He said, it's going to come a time where you guys are going to love it when they blitz you. And I think we're at that point now where it's yeah. like, yeah, the blitz might get there a, a couple of times. You're going to you're gonna miss some things. And Dak might, you know, get dinged every once in a while on those blitzes. But for the most part, I trust Dak versus the blitz any day, especially with Zeke the out there. Yeah. I mean, I mean, numbers are numbers, but I mean. You're I don't even pay attention to the stats. I just look at the eye test. I'm like, I'm when you're like, coming at them. That's when he eat. So it yeah. is what it is. I mean, like, please blitz us. He literally said it after Denver, bro. He was so con- please come out with that scheme again. You know, you caught us on an off day, and you even heard. I think it was Cooper and Lamb on the sideline just joking around, like, "Yo, they think we hurt like last week. They think we hurt because I hate to use excuses because it sounded like an excuse, but Lamb and Cooper was like, "Yeah, we we definitely were not nearly who 100%. we were because we were hurt. We were hurt." Um, yeah. so yeah, come out if, on if you want, man. Uh, yeah, it won't shock us at all. LD that that's Steve Spagnola's scheme. He's an aggressive guy. I talked about can can teams change overnight? I don't think so. You know, you only got three games, three days, three or four days of game plan against a team. Atlanta tried it. Atlanta tried to come out and run that blueprint, and Dak Prescott mm-hmm. said, "Yeah, tried us early. We got him out of it quickly." So, yep. um, they're going to be who they are. They're 20th in the league in points allowed, 24 points per game. They're awful on third down, um, and they're, they are awful in the red zone. So if you get down there in the red zone, they they convert. You can convert 70% of the time, which is 26 in the league. So um, you got a chance. Um, yeah, couple, well, the way we've been playing lately in the red zone is better anyway with yes, Zeke. Five for five last Pounding time. the ball, man. I'm loving that. I love it too. Super mm-hmm. chat. Uh, Tom Downey's burner account, $2 donation. He says, Parson went to Central Dolphin and John Harris. Hashtag 717. Yes, sir. 717 stand up. Um, yeah, he went to CD. I don't like to talk too much about CD situation mm-hmm. because if you don't know, uh, Akoye, yeah, there was there was there was some bull crap that happened at CD with Michael Parsons. And I went to Central Dolphin East. Never was a fan of how things operated over at CD. A very entitled school. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, I had a lot of friends that went to CD, but but it, it's also a lot of like some bad things that came out of there. So no um, word. Yeah, so he I went mean, to John Harris. Think it was the best right. thing to happen. Wire. That's 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 Philly all day for you. Yeah, yeah, it was some bull crap that went down over there. But 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 blessing in disguise. I believe it was some it was a blessing in disguise. He went to John Harris, continued to be a beast that he was, took them to new heights, and now that school I think is, is back on the map on the football. Um a couple more, Miss Sadika. Super chat. She says, Yes, Lincoln was party central along with Cheney, where I attended. Mm-hmm. But like I said, great round table last night. Yeah, so we all PSAC fam here. We oh, PSAC, yeah. man. Pennsylvania State go. Education School. I, I want that bro. Uh, I got my PhD. I got my public high school diploma in Philadelphia. You know what I'm okay. saying? Uh, Bach. <laughs> I should have went to public high Lincoln, school man. diploma. 
I should have went to Lincoln. You should have went to Lincoln, man. Uh, Lincoln was a is a good school. I learned a lot from Lincoln, man. For real, I'm, I'm sitting here because of Lincoln. For I sure. Yeah, I wouldn't be here either. If I, I th- it's funny, domino effects happen in life, right? Like if I didn't go where I oh, went, yeah. I don't even know if I'm here. Super chat. Uh, yeah. Joe Quinn, I some just a ten dollar donation. Appreciate you for that donation. Thank you very much. Uh, Edwin says, "What's up, Will? The truth still and Okoye, Saginaw, Michigan is in the house. Appreciate mm-hmm. you, man." Uh, round table was fire. The sleepy, sleepy foots, just too funny. Hey, love you, brothers. Keep up the great work. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Appreciate that. Appreciate that, man. All right, man. Listen, any f- other thoughts y'all got in the chat? Uh, drop it down here. Maybe hashtag it. Uh, we'll get to them if we can here. Um, but we're going to go ahead and head out if you guys don't have anything else. One of these times, Okoye, we're going to have to open up the phone. You have to, you have to get some of this phone line love over here. Oh, man, let's get it, man. It's, it's, I, I love that. It's a whole di- it. it's a whole different ball game when you open up them phone lines over here, man. Oh, yeah, I love that. <laughs> so I, I used to do it on my Zoom. I would just bring people on on I Zoom and let them talk, man. I like that, man. I, like I remember it. that. I remember that. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll try to figure it out because, again, you know, we're not the four-letter networks, the three-letter networks, so we, we finesse a lot of things over here. But um, we'll, we'll figure it out. My man Tom yeah, Downey said he's a lower dolphin grad and PSU grad, PA education system. Lower dolphin. We used to love playing y'all in basketball. I tell you that, Mr. Tom Downey. <laughs> lower dolphin was right there next to the Hershey. So, you know, it was a little bit different sports-wise out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we love that. Um, what else we got here? All right, man. Any final thoughts? Oh, here's my guy B. Bird with the donation. Let me get to that real quick. Super chat. B. Bird says, Under, underrated coaching decision from last week. Reviewing the ball first or receiving the ball first after winning the coin toss. Yeah. I mean, yeah. listen, bro. Scoring, scoring early and getting up for us is just, Major. man, that's what it is. I think Vach talked about that last night. Yeah, for sure. You got to put, we got to put up points early because the the way our defense is designed, like we want to, we want to pin our ears back and come for you. Um, Not that we can't play balance though, but. I just I like giving our defense that that nod and that offense the the confidence boost of knowing like look man we we letting you know early what we intend to do we intend to shove the ball down your throat and make this a very long game um, I don't mind playing safe either though. I like getting the ball in the second half but I think it speaks to saying like hey just in case that's like a you know just in case type of uh, option yeah. whereas when you burn the boats by saying hey give us the ball you burning the boats and you you committing. So I respected that move too. You're right about that. That was a uh, gutsy decision by the coaches, but that wasn't the only one. You know, one thing I want to say, one thing I want to yeah. say about um Bones, Bones fossil, y'all gotta get off him. Well, y'all was off him anyway, but we were on him in that Chargers game when he went for that punt block, and we were like, what? You know, what were you doing? That was a lot of conversation about that. But we got three blocks since then, yes, man. We have. And uh, I got to say, like, yo, I, whatever he's doing, keep doing it. That intensity, and when you we, you talked about, like, just gutsy coaching decisions, he's been gutsy all year, man, and I respect him. He's given us another element uh, to the game. That was the third element we've been missing for a while, yeah. which is like special, special teams, teams. been elite. Yeah, he's given us that. But he did need to reel his ass in. You know, that that's a fact. <laughs> I don't think he did, though. I don't he think did. he I don't think he ever reeled himself oh, in. Look sure, at him. Sure, sure. He's still flying off the ball, trying to he do it at least once a game, trying to block something at least once a game. Every game. Dude, that's you know, fine, but you gotta know missing, when to do it. And and this is why he reeled he himself care, in. Yeah. Jerry Jones ass came after him. Jerry oh, Jones so? came on that radio. Oh yeah. Jerry Jones came on the radio and said, 
Yeah, well, um, I, I'm more on the conservative side of things when it comes to the aggressiveness of uh, uh, um, of uh, uh, the special team. So, uh, Yo. you know, I, uh, yeah, I'm a bit. I never hear you do your Jerry Jones impersonation. I swear to God, that's what he did. That's how he talked. No. <laughs> that's how he talked. <laughs> that's what he did. And what happened after that? Pauses and all. Boy, you 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 ain't you ain't see Bones new. No, he ain't did nothing stupid since. You know, I looked over to my man Nick at the game. Oh, we up. Who we up? We were up, th- ooh, we up 27 to 6, 28 to 3, 28 to 3. They're backed up. I said, man, it's a perfect opportunity to come, come block the punt. Because who cares if you hit them? They get 15 right. yards, whatever. It's the end of right. the half. They're not doing shit. Go block it. Right. Blocked right. it, picked it up, scored a touchdown. I loved it. You know, right. he, he's been – where Bones has been great at really has, is not just the block punts. How many punt return touchdowns or big returns have you seen, Koya? No. How many kickoff return touchdowns or whatever have you seen, Koya? Teams don't get five feet with the way we're flying. Goodwin, man, give Goodwin his credit too. He's flying down there. Goodwin man. is Goodwin is He's our version beast. of uh, Slater over in. in I was in, about in to New say England. that. He's a real special team ace, and I. It, it's it's crazy that you don't even ask. Like, well, well when will Goodwin ever get in and play some corner? Not never, because that's not what he's here for. <laughs> Listen, listen, I had him on the show last year, bro. He straight told us. He said, I ain't, listen, I'm not no cornerback for real. Uh, he came out and said, right. I'm not a defender. I'm here to right. be great as a special teamer, and that's that's the pride I take, and that's why he's going to have a long career as oh, a special team. He can play anywhere, man. He can play anywhere. Yeah, 100%. But but uh, you were talking about – yeah, I, I, I give I give him credit. There's no doubt about it. I, I give Bones Files some credit. Um, let's also give the players too, man. That was a great move that 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 uh, Armstrong put on that that a defender or but offender. You, but the thing is, is like when you see guys on film, first off, it's been different guys blocking each time. But when you see guys on film pull off a certain scheme successfully, I'm pretty sure they prepare for it. Yeah. But so that means he's augmenting and changing and adapting each time, you know, because different guys doing it and he's doing it in different ways. So it's like, that's why I was giving him that credit. It's not, he's not a one trick pony when it comes to applying pressure on those blocks and on special teams. I like what he's doing, man. Shout out to Brian Anger. Low key top punter in the league. Uh, A shy says any opinions on Tristan Hill's performance last game. I haven't watched enough of them to, to give a honest assessment on them, but I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the film from last week. Now I was preparing that chiefs film first. So putting that together, but I'll, I'll do some, uh, some justice for Tristan. If, the film uh dictates you yeah, like sure it. but i haven't enough. you'll like, like it, said, I like it. yeah oh, you'll like sure. it um gotta it, be honest though. i was like i ain't watch him enough yet so i can't speak on it if you want you can go watch um i think it was Vach had a few plays he showed of, of tristan hill tristan looked like he's picking up where he left off you know last mm. year he showed a lot of that quickness that we were looking for coming out mm. that he was known for off the snap and mm. that relentlessness um we saw tristan with his relentlessness last year against the seattle seahawks um, who else? I think it was the Falcons, another game. And if he can get his feet up under him, he's going to be a welcome addition. I, I w- if I gave it a grade, I, I would definitely give it a B. You know, first game back, he didn't good. play just two snaps. He was out there a good bit. Um, and, and his his talent that would you know what he's known for, it flashed. So good. you know, I'm excited for Tristan to to good get up under him. Man. Yeah, I was I was uh, mad when he got hurt last year because he was coming yeah. on strong. And I think that was static, too. He was doing a lot of taking on double teams, trying to hold up blocks last year. And I think uh, Quinn is going to just ask him to get out there, get upfield, and do what you do best, especially in those big nickel looks where we're not asking him to be the anchor. We have true one text here now. You know what I mean? We're not asking you to try to 
anchor in the run. Just get there and use those legs and that lower body strength to to disrupt. Sort of like we use an Osa to do as well. So yeah, I'm happy to have him and happy he's in there. Uh, Jacob got the he got the numbers: twelve snaps, three tackles, one pressure. That's listen. That's lovely. That is efficient. Yeah, very. You, efficient. you know what I'm saying? That's efficient. I like. It. Um, shout out to my guy Jay Tuck in the building. I see you, brother. Cowboys fans only. Make sure y'all check out all his content too. James wants me to do a midterm grade. That's a whole show, James. I appreciate you, good brother. But that's a whole show. Because <laughs> you got the end. <laughs> uh, Gerald says Skywalker still. That's the be- that's better than Jeff Cavanaugh's Jerry Jones impression. Jazzy Jeff says that was that was on point. I ain't gonna hold you, man. I was was like, yo, I never heard him do this joke. I was like, damn, that's not like Jerry for real. (laughs) I like you watched that one for real. I was like, no, you you gotta hear Jeff. I'm more conservative, but uh, start pausing like Jerry pausing. Jerry trying not to slap you too bad in the public. He he give you all those pauses. I'm like, damn, look at him because he thinking that was dope. Unless you're the radio guy, then you're going to get your damn act together. You know, he'll say right. some stuff like that to you if you're on the radio. You, no, you know I own one. He, you know he own 105.3, the fan. You better chill out on that station. You yeah, we, talk, we were talking about that yesterday. <laughs> CJ says, do you think we'll have more time in the pocket than most of the year? The with the Okay, hold on. Do you think we'll have more time in the pocket the most of the year with the confidence the O-line has now? Um. So uh, this game, absolutely. We talked about they don't really have a pass rush. No. And you might get Tyron Smith back. Hell yeah. And then I know picking up the blitz is like they're, they're that's what they're, that's their they're call really card anyway. Yeah. yeah. But we know that our opportunities are going to come when we pick up the blitz in this game because they don't have anything back there when they're blitzing like that. They bring everybody. They bring some some teams gonna bring five consistently. You just don't know where the fifth guy's coming from. They bring six all the time. So it's gonna be a game, man. Like I think we're gonna have time. Uh and I don't think we're gonna need that time though, because Dak is good at recognizing the open man pretty quick and he's he's gonna have nothing but space and opportunity hey, to see that. Because they're not gonna be playing back. Yeah. He ain't gonna need that much time. <laughs> Please. You know, I, what I don't want them to do, and I and I see this and I talk about this a lot in, in the drive of the games. I absolutely cannot stand when Kellen Moore elects to put Zeke out wide, right? Mm. And now you got a you know blitz package. You're not going to Zeke, so you can kind of ignore him. They never throw the ball to him, and that puts you in in, in a bad situation. They did that against ah, who was it at? They home? do it a little lot. They, they do go five wide every once in a while. But they do it in the red zone. I hate it. Um, yeah. Oh, it was against the it was against the, the Vikings, and then we got that holding penalty because Cooper Rush was holding on to the ball. Nobody got open. Um, they tried to do it in the ten yard line. It's like, what are you doing? No. Um, what's the other time they do it? They they did it. They did it against Atlanta, and and it got them. They had now follow me, y'all. You might remember this play. It was the like the fourth play of the game, third play of the game. Oh, Dak good. almost threw the interception. Your memory is vicious. Go ahead. Well, that's only because I, I broke down that entire game. I mean, I know. know. I'll be seeing some of these <laughs> plays too, but I'm just like, damn. He like it was it was a, a rainy night, <laughs> it was a stormy <laughs> night uh, three summers ago. Um, yeah. I had just had a coffee. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like break down all the shirt. Uh, yeah, nah. They, so listen, they had Zeke out there. Yo. They had they had Coop, well not Coop, Gallup. Then they had twins to the right. They motioned Zeke, and instead of motioning Zeke in to be a blitz pickupper, they motioned Zeke. He ran. He runs past Dak. So Deion Jones says, "Okay, I'm just going to come." He comes go, yeah. to get Dak. There's nobody there to pick up the blitz. Dak goes to his hot read, which is Michael Gallup on a slant. The safety is sitting on that. 
just waiting for him to go. And he, ju- you remember the play? He just missed the interception. Unless you didn't watch the game, but you, you know, what I'm talking about at the beginning that's of the game. All, that's, I know what you're that's the one. And I hate that, right? Like, what are we doing? Yeah. Why are we getting Why? cute with Zeke, bro? Just keep him in the block, right? Or throw him the ball if that's what you want to do. There's only two things. So just I don't, don't get like cute when with, with Kellen, man. I, I got to give Kellen his credit, but. The five wide, can't, I never liked it. And uh, the reverses when we get to the 30. I don't mind reverses, just not every time. He's, he hasn't done that this year pretty much at all, though. But for a time, for like two years straight, whenever we got to the 30 or almost were like edging their, their red zone, he would do these reverse plays. It would be a reverse motion or a jet motion of some sort almost every time. He just would put different. It would be maybe a different application. Like maybe we hand the ball off this time, maybe we throw out of it. But it was always a jet sweep, and it was, like, so predictable. I just didn't think it was necessary in his, in his repertoire. But uh, this year, I give credit uh, credit to Kellen. He oh, Kellen's been that, phenomenal. But he's but still doing the uh, five wide. I need him to stop that. Chill with that right. in the red zone. Bro. Especially when you got a guy like Zeke who really is a bona fide blocker, man. Like, he really is. So I, he I in his bag, If though. you're not throwing him the ball, Leave him next to Dak. He 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 loved protecting Dak for some reason, man. Leave him in there. They put they they put Connor McGovern out there in that second play of the game out wide. I love it. He in his bag, but but you're right, man. There's sometimes you do some some things when you get down to that red zone. You don't need to be cute when it comes to those double reverses and stuff like that. Man, I need to be cute, bro. You got two phenomenal running backs and Dak Prescott, who I know I know this might be taboo to say, but I I I, I miss the RPO. I miss the I miss it, man. I, I do miss it in the red zone. I do. I don't. I don't because I don't want to. I, I looked at Dak when he ran in. He ran in for a touchdown, I think, uh, last Atlanta. week. Yeah. 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 I was like, don't do that no more, man. <laughs> Sit your ass down. Sit your ass down. You got to treat Dak like no money. Like, bro, it was deadly no in more. the red zone, though. Oh, you just don't do it. Treat yourself like Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning would never try that. Never. John Elway all day. Peyton Manning would never try that because Peyton Manning oh, knows man. he's like, I'm the house's money and you don't play with the house's money. I'm standing, down, I'm standing right? 10 toes down on this court. No more RPO for that, nah. please. No, none. No, I need it. I need it back no. in my life because it's, it is it is a great equalizer in the red zone. You have to account for Dak Prescott running. You do. You still do. You can make, you know, you can you fake it. Or fake it till you oh, make it. You he know, do. He things. don't ever yeah. run off of it. Like, it's yeah, don't run now. off of it. That's I'm all not I even, mean. I'm not I don't care if you show it. it. Just don't ever Cam Newton that no more. Don't do it. Stop. K. Hayes said, Dak said he need to let them know he's still that dude. You know, they didn't like that. Stephen Jones came on there and said at the end of the day, uh, he didn't like that. He didn't like that. He didn't like it either, did he? No. Stephen Jones said, I don't want to see him do that at all. Ever again. But that's his game, fam. What are we doing? Not after what happened last year, man. We need that. We need Dak in there, man. David David Carter said, "Uh, Mr. Steele, is our offensive line the biggest in the league thus far? I don't know if he means biggest or best. Might Uh, be biggest, though. We might be the heaviest. I don't know. I kind of Williams takes that down dramatically. So how, how was it three hundred five? I thought he got if up to three twenty, but they got him listed sub three hundred. I don't think, think he is. I don't sub think that's right, bro. Because he got up he to three. He, he got, got up got to three fifteen. Ninety, but he yeah, he definitely not sub three hundred no more. Is it he the best line? I would say no. Uh, no. Who's better? I I would have to go around looking to leave. Here's why I say no. Yeah, I got to look too. Tyler, That's why I'm really asking. I wasn't like challenging. I, I, yeah, I, I, don't know this is why I'm saying no, not because of what's around. We got I, seven good linemen. I could say that. Well, you so know what? Saying something. You know what? Hey, you know that? what? Maybe that's why they are the best thing. Because how many yeah. teams got seven guys they can legitimately throw out there? Even though I know y'all want to kick Connor Williams off the boat. Um, and, I don't. And, not anymore. Not you, but I'm just mean yeah, like yeah. 
I was part of it at one point. I was I was a Tyler Biotis guy. I'm like, let's give him a cover dinner. But yeah. nonetheless, all these guys have, have performed admirably, in my opinion, to to present one of the deepest lines in the league. So if, if by depth-wise, sure, then I guess they are the best, right? Right. I know I can find a better guard. Versatility, too. They, they can play in space. They can maul you. They can pass protect. They can do it all. So we're not a one sided our one trick pony type of uh, offensive line either so you got to give them their credit there like you have offensive lines that are predicated on running they can't pass block though you got guys that can pass block like you're saying kc can but they can't run block can't at run all block. we can do it all we're not a, and you got guys that you got teams that are like zone blockers like atlanta used to be they're just a zone blocking team they're not very big they just get out in space and try to chop you um the broncos back in the day used to run those zone blocking schemes as well we can do that too. You see what I'm saying? We can we can yeah. play in space, but they're big and they're maulers. And you know, so I, I think we probably are the most versatile offensive line. I think it's safe to say. I like that um, one. in the league. Period. So We're my, the most versatile team overall. Period. In so, in the league, offensive and defensive. Here it is. CJ said Dak has not scrambled a lot this year. Will he do it this week? Um, listen, Dak hasn't been sacked a lot this year, but like Dak Prescott. And again, that's why it's a quarterback stat to me. Don't get it twisted, because I think that's what these big letter networks are doing. Oh, he's only been sacked eleven times. Man, this offensive line is phenomenal. Sure, it's a good offensive line. Not knocking that at all. It's cerebral too. Yeah. Yes, but how many times has Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott faced pressure and he still got away from it, or he completed a pass, or he didn't get sacked a lot because you know he is a cerebral quarterback now. Mm-hmm. So you know, again, we go back to that quarterback stat. You know, sacks being a quarterback stat. He's number three in the league in sack percentage, and that's because he has it up here, in my opinion. Facts. And he got a good clock, good, good quick release, too. So, yeah, Dak, Dak doing his thing, man. He doing his thing. <laughs> it's on. I was going to say, Connor Williams out. The only reason why he hasn't allowed a lot of sacks is because he's holding most of the time. Y'all deep, man. Listen. <laughs> Y'all, y'all go he can't show. win though. He can't. Connor Williams gonna have to knock somebody face mask off for people to like leave him alone. When it when it changed for me, I got off of him when I found out he was playing with a torn ACL in that Buffalo game. I said, anybody that do that can go to war with me any day. He might not be the best uh, yeah. left guard in the league, but he's a guy that I wouldn't mind going into a back alley with. I will say that about Connor, man. And the way he was playing, um, Aaron Donald and in, in, in uh, training camp and so on. I'm like, yo, he Listen. he. he got, he getting there. It is fair there. to to come at the penalties because he's he's as a target now. So they're they're going to they're going to be targeting him clearly, and he's had thirteen penalties called this year. But be real with yourself, man. Half of those penalties, if not more, are BS. Just flat out, it's just BS. So so a lot of people, and I kept hearing this on in Atlanta. Oh well, he was he you know he kept getting bullied and pushed back. That's why they got the holding penalties on Atlanta. Not so fast, my friend. The two holding penalties that he was called for against Atlanta was in the run, and they were bull crap. So it had nothing to do with him getting bullied, and he does get bullied from time to time. There's no doubt about it. Um, and then the other penalty that he had, he literally fell, and they called chop block. Yeah. He so fell. it is it is obviously clear, fifty two was a target. Anything yeah. that looks out of the ordinary, anything that the technique wise that doesn't look right, throw the flag. Now, yeah. has he had blatant, blatant calls? Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you know what? I don't even mind the blatant calls because, like Dion used to say, man, if you if you know you got beat, tackle the man. Like, get that pass interference. Facts. Don't give up the For touchdown. Instance. And if, if it comes down to you getting beat and tackling a guy to the ground versus allowing him 
to hit Dak Prescott, you tackle that man. I don't care what you do. Look tackle. what happened against the, the uh, Patriots, bro. He was engaged with a blocker. Uh, I'm not sure what happened on the right side of the field, but but a stunt happened or whatever, and, and he saw a clear up the middle coming at Dak Prescott. While he's engaged, he grabs my man and says, not today, and that allowed Dak Prescott to get the ball off. Sure, bad penalty was a holding, but it could have been worse. It could have been sack fumble. You it could have been Dak, Dak getting hurt. Up, bro. Right. Yeah. So I'm not again that's another protect one the, that I'm not mad protect at. Protect so. the bag. Dak is the bag. Protect the bag at all costs. So you're yeah. right, man. But I tell you what, he got about two games because the fire is lit up under his butt. When you got the head oh, yeah. honcho, Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones, and, and Coach McCarthy coming out in the media saying, We know about the penalties, you better figure something out, bro. They mm-hmm. all came out and spoke on it this week, Akoya. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, they all came out and spoke on it. So and you see, they're trying to figure out a, a, a rotation for both Still and Collins. So you don't don't give them an excuse to hey, to try something out, man. McCarthy or said McGovern. It. He yeah. said, "Connor knows we have a comp a competitive offensive line room." So yeah. you know he on notice. <laughs> he said that. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go watch these interviews right now. The interviews low key be kind of lit. It's old, man. You know, ever it's since old. I've been doing this full time, I have to watch them, and I'm like, oh, there's some little yeah. nuggets. He said, yeah, yeah I missed you know, him this week, man. I, missed him I, I this might week. even have it up here, Koya. Yeah, give me a second just so you can hear it. One minute, yeah, y'all. Bear, bear, bear with me. Koya's still here. Y'all just can't see him. Oh, yeah, I'm here. Let me see if I still got it. You hear that? Connor, Connor, you clearly understand the way you perform. Okay. You know, we have a very competitive offensive line room, so. Yeah, we'll, we'll see, see what the future, future brings. Sequoia can't hear that. Y'all can hear that. I've been right. But yeah, he said he said he said Connor's aware of how he played in regard to that, and uh, he, he knows we have a competitive offensive line room. Boy, you play sports. If you heard your coach say that to you, you already know, man. You better figure like, it out. Hey, you got a short leash. You better get it right. Better figure it out. And when you got guys who who can play power better than you can, don't give this coaching staff an excuse to try things out because. As you can see with Collins, uh, as you can see with uh, D. Law, as you can see with all these guys, man, with Tristan Hill, once these young guys get in there, or once these other guys get in there and start performing, um, this this coaching staff and I have to give them credit for it. They're mm-hmm. proving that this is truly a meritocracy, man. They're not like, hey, this guy gets his job back just because he's healthy again. It's like, no, this guy is, you know, these guys are stepping up and playing yep. hard. Like, how do you how do you bring Tristan back and say, hey? Um, Osa, we thank you for your service. Sit down now. You can't because they're really putting it on film. You know, you have to just mix these guys in. But with the offensive line, it's different because there's no rotation there. So you better watch out because when you lose your job up there, you lost it. It's not, hey, we're going to try to you're just losing some snaps. No, oh. you lost your job. It's, it's a wrap. Look it's what like losing to, the, the quarterback. To Wilson. Yeah. Wilson got hurt. J-Rock came in there, stepped up. Hey. You know, and I think McCarthy learned his lesson last year. And the only reason why, and I'm, I'm a firm believer of this, that it wasn't like this last year is because uh, Mike Nolan had too, a lot of say. And I'm talking defensively, right? Yeah. Uh, Mike, Mike Nolan yeah, just – Yeah, you say that DA yeah. is playing over Gregory, you know, on, got too much say. Alden Smith over Gregory. You got, you got Darian Thompson continuing to get tick over these other guys. So, you know, it, it was – he said, hey, Nolan, do your thing. You're my guy. And, and Nolan was old school approach. These are my guys, yada, 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 until he was forced. Uh, Quinn is not that guy. Quinn is like, all right, next man up. We're going to make it work. Oh, you balling? Cool. We're going to keep you in. Yep. All right, I think that's it we got for the show. Oscar always want me to go for like five hours, but I ain't going to do that, man. 
<laughs> go to go ahead, let them know that. where they can find all your breakdowns. Last night, man, I need like I need a pick me up. Man. I said the same thing. I said, my lady, I said, listen, after the show today, I got a couple more, some more work to do, but I'm chilling. <laughs> Facts. Where can they Facts. find you, Koye? Oh, man, A-K-O-Y-E Media on YouTube, man, and IG. Uh, also, I'm about to start playing with this Twitter thing, man. They, they, You know, Twitter, I say Twitter thing like it's new or something. But, uh, you know, Twitter's, Twitter got that Clubhouse uh, forum going now. I got to figure out how to do that. I was loving that. I was like, I didn't know you could talk on Twitter. That's a different ball game. Let's get it. Yeah, but, yeah, know, man, so you, can, you can definitely get with me there. Appreciate Sky and all those guys having me on, man. I, I'm, I'm loving it. I love the the talk football, man. So y'all definitely uh, doing me a service. It's not the other way around for sure. Hey, man, listen, no, you're doing me a service. I appreciate you coming on here. Your uh, 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 accumulated knowledge over years of experience. Blood That's out. right. That's dope. Now I'm trying to so apply cool. it, though. So now I'm like, oh, applied knowledge. Don't just accumulate because what you're ah, doing with it. I like so that. Apply it. Now it's time to apply it. So, so you apply a a Koye. <laughs> no, just, just A. I just changed the A. I just changed the A. I'm about to start introducing you now. I got A.A. Okoye up in here now. A.A. A.A. Ron. A.A. Ron. But nah, sure. man, listen, you know, we, we love it. The fans have definitely spoken here on the channel. They love when you come through and we get to break down these Appreciate teams the job. way we do. Um, and we're going to keep this thing rocking, man. Hopefully next week we're coming back on here with Okoye Thursdays. The victory. Oh, man, we on it. I'm saying talking about a victory oh, recap. Let's go. You know what I mean? Let's go. Uh, so, so, yeah, man. So, y'all keep rocking. Appreciate everybody that was in the chat. Appreciate y'all that dropped the donations. Uh, tomorrow, Fan Friday, Feel Good Friday. I'll probably drop uh, the mailbag for you guys. So, make sure y'all come back here at uh, 8 a.m. Central ish. We're we heavy on the ish. Love y'all, man. Right. Peace. <laughs>